0: Thing on. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> the mood is set, uh-uh, and you already know what's next. Uh-huh uh. <laughs> What the fuck is up, you guys? Y'all know what's next. Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Opinions. That was Skin by Rihanna, but I didn't butcher it too fucking much. And I thought that it was fitting for this episode because on this episode, I am going to be talking more about foreplay and erogenous zones. Last week, I touched on it and how foreplay and getting to know your partner's erogenous zones and your own erogenous zones was really important to sex and your sexual experience. And so this week, I thought that it was really important to get you ready for the big V day with some tips on how to get your big O. (laughs) So I know that I'm a woman, and you would think that I'm going to focus solely on the female aspect of this, but I am not because we're not stingy lovers, are we, ladies? We want to make our men's toes curl also. So I'm going to talk about... Some common foreplay techniques that can help get you and your man going and then also talk about some erogenous zones for men and women. We actually share some. I'm sure you all knew that, especially with some of the things that I said last week. But then there are also some that are more frequently used in women or men and things like that. So we're going to talk a little bit about this. We're going to dive into this a little bit more. So I hope you guys are ready. I'm a 90s baby and when I originally started looking at this like there's a little map of a woman and she's like covered in numbers and I I immediately thought about friends because I you know I was born in 92 so I grew up on like Friends, Will and Grace, Frasier, fucking Fresh Prince, all of that shit but there's this episode of Friends where Monica is sitting on the couch with Chandler and she draws this little stick figure woman, puts seven little areas on her, and she's like, a one, a one, two, three, a one, two, whatever, whatever. And then she's like, seven, 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 seven. <laughs> so the point of this episode is just is to make your sevens as intense as fucking possible. All right, so to start out, (laughs) to start out, what the fuck is foreplay? What, like, what is its purpose, right? Well, physical touch in general, you guys, is extremely important. Caressing, kissing, hugging, cuddling. All of those things release those wonderful, happy hormones in our body, those happy chemicals. So dopamine, oxytocin, those endorphins that are like, yes, this is what I needed at the end of my long day. We all want to feel all of that. Now, I mean, some days a hug will do it, right? But when it comes to intimacy... How can we intensify our sexual arousal and our orgasms? Well, foreplay is how to do that. It's that simple foreplay. And a lot of people think that men don't really give a fuck or need physical touch like women do? Well, that's wrong. Most men actually, according to studies, are more vocal about it once you start asking them. And they say that sexual touch is extremely appealing to them. Now, obviously there's going to be some areas on men that, you know, are not on women. And unfortunately for them, they're areas on us that feel a whole lot more. But In the touching of each other, that that naughty touching of each other, we can turn our partners on. So just a quick little fact. Foreplay can have an effect on your ability to orgasm during sex, ladies. Yes, it can. If you're having trouble achieving that, that big finale, well, then you should make your man spend more time touching you and your erogenous zones during sex, you know, taking the time for foreplay before you jump right into the action. Right. So it says that married couples in general engage in about one to 10 minutes. And then with that one to 10 minutes of foreplay, 40% of wives have orgasms during sex. Now, when the amount of foreplay, the time in foreplay increases, so does that percentage of women that have an orgasm. So the number rose 50 to 50% of women with 12 to 20 minutes. And then 60% of women have an orgasm with more than 20 minutes of foreplay. Me personally, it probably takes about that 20 minutes. I'm not ashamed to say men think that because you can just stroke their cock really quick for three to five minutes. That women are supposed to be the same way with their clits. Well, guess what, guys? No. So maybe you ladies want to casually turn this episode on from this point on in the car with your man so he can he get a couple of tips and hear that it's not just your fault that you're not able to have an orgasm. As a matter of fact, I want to shift blame. Yes, I've had men tell me, well, if you want an orgasm, reach down there and get it for yourself. Well, you fucking stingy motherfucker um it's not a turn on for me to be in bed with a man and reach down there and get it for myself as a matter of fact I think that my man should care just as much about me achieving mine as what I care about him achieving his so you ladies out there need to make sure that your man is helping you with that I mean yeah sometimes it's just hot to get yours in front of your man and him see that you have total control over your body but in general To me, sex is something that you're supposed to thoroughly enjoy with a partner and a part of that enjoyment is having orgasm. So if I'm having to do it myself, then that's going to make me reclude back into my bedroom by myself and care less about having sex with my partner. So hence foreplay, hence more than 20 minutes, hence amazing orgasm. Now, like I said, men like these things too. Some things that you can do with your partner that'll be considered foreplay, and I, I guess it depends on how romantic your guy is, right? Because some guys are more sexual, less romantic, right? So maybe performing a strip tease, testing out different sex toys, you know, talking dirty or sexting while you're at work, taking a bath or taking some of those toys into the bath or the shower together, those things would be maybe more foreplay for you. If you're a little less romantic, a little bit more sexual, there's nothing wrong with that. But for those of you that are a little bit more romantic, a makeout session, like, and it doesn't have to be like tongue down throat, but just like a, like sexy little makeout session at your favorite spot, like that whole, like, 70s movie where they'd have the little pull-off sections and it's a really good view. Shit, yeah, do that with your partner. You can something as simple as going dancing. I think about dirty dancing when it comes to all of this, but, you know, having a good night out, a romantic dinner together, going dancing, all of those things. Something sweet like leaving a note in your partner's lunch bag or on the counter or on the mirror or whatever all of those things are considered foreplay. It's not necessarily something that happens right before the sexual act. Now, I'm the type of girl that likes the sexual massage. I like to mix in some of the BDSM elements, and that's a part of like my foreplay watching. My man really likes to watch porn together. So, I'm good with all of those things. I, and like I said before, we've engaged in the sexting and the sexual conversations while we're at work and we can't touch each other. So we're really, I guess we're more sexy with it, a little less romantic. F- most of the time, I think the whole sexy aspect of it all really makes me appreciate when my man decides to be romantic and vice versa and i think that it would be vice versa if you tend to be romantic and then your lady just comes out walks out of the bathroom in a in a sexy ass fucking piece of lingerie or thong and bra set right like you appreciate the the opposite side of things more if you tend to do something more frequently so that's just room for thought also so, obviously, some forms of foreplay is going to last longer than others, right? So, the the day when me and my man decided to talk over the phone, like I said before, it started out with me sending him a cute little message on Snapchat, like, hey, I saw you the other day at the local Mexican restaurant. I thought you were attractive. This went on for hours. Like, we completely pretended like we didn't know each other. We got to know each other through conversation a little bit. And then my man decided to turn the conversation into something sexual. And I helped him. I like did the whole like shy, coy, flirty thing through text. And then he turned it into this sexual conversation. And it was extremely hot. And then when we got home that night, we were ready for each other. But then you have the other side of that. When you're just having like a sexual orientated evening, so maybe you have the ability to let it the foreplay last five minutes or 20 minutes or an hour. I guess it also depends on what, kind, what culture. You're, some cultures, they encourage foreplay for hours. Like it's the main event or, you know, for an hour. Like it's the main event. It is more important than sex. Or it's more important than the physical action of sex. And I think that exploring that would be fun but in general how long should foreplay last there's no like one answer for that only you and your partner know how much foreplay is enough um but the key is communication in my reading I've found that roughly 20 percent of women and 25% of men say that they want more foreplay. They want more physical touch during sex. I would encourage you to have that conversation with your man, especially with the holiday coming up. It's always fun to switch things up with your partner in the bedroom. But if you can't find a reason or maybe your partner seems to be stuck in his ways or she seems to be stuck in her ways, make it more of like the main event for Valentine's Day. Like, hey, baby, you know, I want to take you to dinner. I want the flowers or whatever. But I'm thinking about doing something fun. Let's talk about it. It doesn't have to be something that's like planned out, planned out. But why the fuck not? Why not have those conversations? Like, so things that make foreplay harder is not understanding how pleasurable your partner finds certain activities not telling your partner about your sexual likes and dislikes not asking your partner about their ideal activities that lead up to sex and stereotyping about what your partner's sexual preferences and desires are the only way to break through all of that is to break the ice have the conversation about it and not be shy when it comes to those things so We're going to have that conversation with our partner before Valentine's Day. We're going to make sure that that big O is as amazing as possible. (laughs) I know that was cheesy. I don't give a fuck. But we're going to make sure that that's as amazing as possible, right? Now, with all of that being said, let's talk more about erogenous zones. Because apparently there are a many. That I had of fucking lutely no clue about. Glamour released an article. 31 hot and yet unexpected erogenous zones. Now other articles that I've read. Have more of the Monica outline for erogenous zones. So for women the top seven. On, on one of the articles were ears, mouth or lips on your on your face, ladies. <laughs> neck and then like the the nape of your neck and back of your neck. Your breasts and nipples, those tattees and those nip nips. Um your lower back, your clit and your vagina, obby, and your inner thigh. So those would be the seven for women. And then Surprisingly, men had more on this chart. There were eight for men that were really common. And so that's ears, their mouth and lips, nipples, the back and nape of their neck. So we share all of those with men. The penis and and their balls. (laughs) The perineum, inner thigh, and then the pubic hairline. And that kind of sounds gross when you say pubic hairline hairline but I would like to say instead of pubic hairline it's that area I you know if your man wears boxers I don't know if any of you have ever noticed but when you rub that outline of those boxers and I think For me, a lot of the time, I was like, well, he's been wearing those all day or underwear in general. Like he's been wearing those all day. So it probably just feels good for him, like the same way it feels good for us to just take our bra off. But apparently that's just a part of it, like that right there above um, his area, his junk, and like to rub that around his waist. But so it's cool, right? So, I mean, in general, like if you like to be touched there, ladies... Touch your man there, too. Like, other than the clit and the vagina and then their penis and balls. Like, we literally pretty much have the same common ones. Now, as for the ones that were in this other article that I was talking to you guys about. The 31. So, this poor lady's marked up like a Christmas tree with little dots. I'll have to share this on. (laughs) I'll have to share this on Instagram. So just starting at the top of the list, I'm going to talk about the all of them. So, these are for women too, but I think as we're talking about them, we'll also realize okay, yeah, this is this is guys also. So, there again, the nape of your neck. I'm not really something about somebody messing with I don't don't fuck with the 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 part of my neck that's underneath my ear and don't whisper into my ear. I cannot stand that shit. I don't know about you guys, but apparently it talks about stereotyping my man thought that he could like whisper in my ear and like breathe down my neck fuck that like I'm sure that there are a lot of you like oh yeah no that's sexy no not for me that shit tickles don't fucking breathe down my neck like no (laughs) I do not want you to breathe down my neck that's gonna cause me to have chills in the worst way possible you might get elbowed in the fucking throat don't breathe down my neck But the nape of your neck is supposed to be a common one, I guess. I don't know. Um, The pubic mound, which sounds the opposite of sexy. But in case we're unsure of what the pubic mound is, it's the area above the pubic bone. And apparently it can be, quote unquote, an electrifying spot when stimulated properly. Um, it says to activate it, have your partner start by massaging the area with light pleasure, which can work to increase arousal. Lightly massaging the skin between your fingers and having your partner gently, mm, gently suck and pull on the sensitive skin using their mouth will really fire off some tingling sensations. Um, suck and pull. Let's do it, daddy. <laughs> so There's that. I think we're all aware that the inner thigh is a big one. And then there's this, the armpit. Ladies, make sure you're wearing your fucking degree that day. The armpit um, is not necessarily what I think about during foreplay, but apparently you can have your partner take the tip of, the, of their fingers and brush under your armpits. Um, it says lightly go up and down, shifting to a brisk circular motion. <laughs> <laughs> paying close attention to what elicits the best response i if somebody tries this please fucking dm me because i need to know what that's like i don't <laughs> i don't think i can do that um the crease of your thigh yeah i i think every woman if you don't like that i guess you're to each is your own but i think every woman fucking loves that shit the ears um I don't want you blowing into my ear, talking into my ear, but a light nibble is, is fine. But this also says it can be a powerful move when done in tandem with some of the below the belt action. It might even help you climax or intensify your orgasm. So I've never actually tried that. I've always used like the ear thing has always been a part of foreplay. It hasn't necessarily been, well, I guess I do that to my man. So I have like reached up and massaged his ears or, you know, gently breathed on him, I guess. Like, but with like that hot breath as you're having sex, not like that bullshit that I don't, I don't even know. I don't know why that was ever a thing. Anyway, so the stomach now it, this says between your belly button and your pubic area. Now I will say this. There was a time recently where me and my man were having sex and he gently like rubbed his hand across my stomach to like reposition me. He was repositioning me, I think. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So I know that like between the belly and the pubic, I mean, between your belly button and your pubic area, like I was saying earlier, is a good spot for men and women. But for me, I think it's also when you are in the middle of another action and they start touching somewhere that hasn't been touched or played with during sex it's just like oh like my my partner is feeling me right now it says with the right touch you can actually stimulate the g-spot from the opposite side though Mm, that needs to get tried um So, that's cool. It says, have your partner place a hot or cold washcloth on the skin just above your pelvis before oral. Ooh, Lord. This is is making me feel all hot and bothered, (laughs) y'all. I don't know about y'all, but hell, ideas, right? That's what the purpose of this is. The hands are next. That was number eight. I love when someone massages my hands. I've never actually did this during sex, but it says... Gently kiss the sensitive pads of your fingertips, use their tongue to draw slow circles. Um, a little bit of suction. I, I guess there are people that like the finger sucking and stuff. I'm not don't I don't suck fingers, don't suck my fingers. I, I bet I sound completely boring. Sometimes I guess it could be hot, but like in general, I, I gotta be on some other shit if you're about to suck my finger. <laughs> the crook of your arm. I think that's, like, a nice, like, sexy touch, right? The inner arm between the wrist and the elbow to start. Like, oh, I love that. It kind of tickles, but it's it's something that doesn't get touched a lot. So, personally, I like that. The bottom of your feet. If you touch the bottom of my feet, you're getting kicked. But... I know that there are pressure points. This is talking about some of the pressure points can spark arousal. The only thing that that's going to spark is a fucking donkey cake out of me. Um, Number 11 is between your toes. So I actually do know men or have known a man that would really like for me to put my fingers between his toes not in like a sexy way but he would just be like put your fingers between my toes and just kind of push my toes back a little bit it would help him stretch his feet out but there was something about like my fingers in between his toes it was just like a a relaxing feeling like a stretch kind of thing so but apparently this can also be a hot spot and you can start with a, a foot massage and like go between the skin. Oh, this actually says that the, the skin between your toes is ultra sensitive and is a good place for like sexual arousal. So that's cool. Maybe he was getting a hard on while I was touching in between his toes. I don't know, but he never, we never transitioned from between that and sex. Um, number 12 is the inside of your ankle. I don't know nothing about that. So let's read that. Um, so this says if you're already down there at someone's feet, then you might as well go to the inside of the ankle to maybe like kiss in that area or lick in that area. I don't know. I might would enjoy that. My feet are a fucking no go, but maybe I'd like but maybe I'd like the other. right, so up next is the labia menorah. Now, this one goes out to Indy, (laughs) my middle sister, in case y'all don't remember, because she did not know what the labia menorah was. Well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that don't know their own body parts. I might post a chart on Instagram just for you ladies as a little informational, um, to help you out, because if you were old enough to be having sex and you have a partner and you are engaging in intercourse, you should probably know what, if not the labia, menorah and majora are, at least what all is encompassed in what is called the female labia. OK, so with that, I'm going to pause. And I'm going to speak slowly when I say that <clears throat> when we think of the vulva and erogenous zones in that area our brain tends to go straight to the money spot the clit well you know that is a major trigger that's how you get that clitoral orgasm right those that orgasm that we all love and know so well and if you don't i'm sorry but the labia minora is actually the females erectile tissue. So what does that mean for us? That means that during intimacy, that tissue engorges, fills with blood and becomes really hot, swollen, gets a little deeper in color. And it actually gets very sensitive to touch when it's aroused. So to make sure you're touching that the right way. (laughs) This is what it says, put your fingers in a peace sign. And I say, put your fingers, ladies, do this for yourself, because why the fuck not? Somebody needs to be doing this for you, and if your man won't, then you do it for yourself. But put your fingers in a peace sign, and with lots of lube, which if you're doing this right, I could almost guess there's no lube needed, slide them up and down on the side of the outer lips, and around the inner lips. This area is highly sensitive, even as far as highly sensitive areas go. So don't stimulate without plenty of lubrication. Make your man do this for you on Valentine's Day. I don't know about you guys, but like... Whenever, what this makes me think of is when, like, your man is eating you out and you get the sensation to kind of, like, rock back and forth on their face so that they're touching more of everything instead of just, like, staying right there on that clit. Yeah, like, lean with it, rock with it, baby. get it, Make them get all of it. <laughs> now, to segue, number 14 are the lips. The lips on your face, not between your legs, just so we're clear. And it says that this has always been one of the hottest erogenous zones for women. And like Esther Perel says in her podcast, Where Should We Begin? If you're kissing the lips on your face and arousing the lips on your face, those lips between your lady's legs are going to be just as aroused. So to open up the legs, you open up the mouth. That's what she says. I love that. That's so true. And then... After that is, so number 15 is the scalp, and God, who doesn't like a good scalp massage? You get that tingly feeling when you're getting your hair washed in the <laughs> at the salon, right? Well, you can bring that shit home with you. Make your man massage your scalp. 16 is the perineum, all right? So I know earlier when I was talking about the perineum on men, you guys were like, what the fuck is that? Well, now I'm elaborating. So just like an asshole, everybody has a perineum. So the perineum is the strip of skin between the ass and the genitals the, or the the batul and the genitals. Basically, around here, we call that shit a gooch, okay? Um, I actually know men that do like that to be touched. So me and myself, I don't necessarily care about that part, you know, I don't. I'm sure, maybe I just haven't had anybody touch it right. I don't know. But I do know men that like that place between their their fucking asshole and their balls, that that part touched. 17 is the anus, the butthole. We, we, We don't need to go into that. I feel like everybody knows what about their butthole they like or dislike. The butt cheeks, I think that's about the same thing. You know, you either like butt play or you don't personally, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I do. I like it. I don't like large things going into my exit is how I'm gonna put it. But I do enjoy like the rubbing, the licking. I don't give a fuck. I feel like a lot of men do too. Oh, I, I, I know there's a couple men listening to this in particular that are like their eyebrows raising. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just need to fucking stop (laughs) anyways. Um, and then there again, the butt cheeks. I love a butt rub. Like, I feel like that can be worked into the whole, um, if you like the sensual massage thing, like, Oh my God, you sit on that thing all day. Like give me a good butt rubbing. I, I, I love a good butt rubbing. So this 19, and this is one for you ladies, the anterior vaginal wall. All right, I ain't even gonna lie. I don't know what the fuck all this means. So, so apparently this is an erogenous zone that can cause you, like when stimulated, it will cause you to squirt. I know, I know there's several women that perked up on that shit. Yeah, it'll cause you to squirt. There's probably, I bet your men, they started grinning too when they heard that shit. <laughs> Personally, I have never, so I'm I'm like all ears on this, or I'm like, I got in, I'm in this while I'm reading it. So your anterior vaginal wall is the fleshy interior front wall of your vagina. It can be stimulated through light touch or through positions that allow insertables to hit the wall. Um, it says, while the way to stimulate varies based on preferred pleasure and speed, your partner can help you reach this area by creating a hook. With two fingers and inserting their hand with palm facing up. Their palm and positions allow for stimulation of your clitoris and labia while pushing on your vaginal wall. With the right amount of attention, expect a few fireworks. Towel, strongly suggested. Hell yeah, it is, honey. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Lord. I know. Oh, God hot flash about everything that that said so ladies play that back listen to that shit slow y'all need to go get your towel tell your man to get his wetsuit and go get have fun with that shit thank me later (laughs) oh god all right now this one's odd number 20 god we have 11 more to go so this is 20 there's 31 so 11 more right right here um the brain (laughs) let's see i love you for your mind So, the brain is the most central erogenous zone for many people. If our brain is not in the mood, if we're too stressed, tired, whatever, that blocks the rest. Well, God, yeah. Lord, I'm gonna need a couple of you men to listen to that one one good time. If we're too stressed or tired or angry at you for asking about it for the last five days in a fucking row after we got off work and we didn't fucking feel like it after dealing with your motherfucking kids... uh, we ain't gonna want to fuck you. Start back at number motherfucking one at the nape of our neck. Give us a motherfucking massage. Get us in the motherfucking mood and then we might want to fuck you. But if our brains are not there, you're not getting no pussy. How about that? All right. Now on with it. The earlobes. Okay, I don't know why they just didn't loop this. I feel like some of this is just like, damn, they're being really particular. But this says the earlobes. I'm not going to go into that any further. I think we all know a little sucking and rubbing of the earlobes feels good. The inner knee. So the spot behind your knee. Um, I've never, That spot on me hadn't gotten a whole lot of love in the past. But it says... If you have your partner lick it as well as caress it, it's just a different area of exploration. It doesn't get touched. It's really sensitive and it can be kind of tantalizing. So maybe try that. The A spot, I have no <laughs> no idea, okay? So the anterior fornix erogenous zone. So the A spot is very close to the cervix and rests just above the bladder, I uh, I think I felt this one before past the G spot on the same anterior wall of the vagina. It says that stimulating the A spot during sex will be easiest using fingers or a toy because of its depth and angle and can be found with positions that allow for deeper penetration. Well, We're all about deeper penetration, aren't we? <laughs> um, it says that you should roll onto your stomach and, and approach penetration from the back ooh. or by lifting one leg up and coming in from the side. ooh. Deep pulsing rather than fast and hard is usually more pleasurable with this position. I would agree with that um, wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, then next is 24 is the lower back. I think that takes us back to the massage of, of it all. But this says to think about anytime someone puts their hand there as you're walking, it's kind of hot. And I would agree with that. And so it's just like it's even hotter when they're touching it while you're naked. So just have someone gently massage and caress the your lower back. Your nipples. Um, flick it, flick it, the nipple. <laughs> I... I will say it's kind of touch and go as to what I feel in those. I don't know if it's because I breastfed or maybe what's on my mind, but you have to touch those right on me. Whereas I know men, it's the same. Like, I know plenty of men that love getting their fucking nip nips rubbed i I would have never thought that in men but now that i know that there are men that like that i'm just like damn like okay this was an easy one that i just hadn't been touching it's not something that's gross right because sometimes i think you know if a man ain't manscaping and they're like somebody that likes their their fucking asshole licked like i'm not going down there (laughs) as readily but you can fucking rub their nipples right so maybe try that on your man if all these other ones are like, <laughs> maybe not there. That's that's a really easy one, an easy go-to. 26 is the breast. I love a good titty rub. Um, 27 is the frenulum. Frenulum? I don't, hold on. We're going to see if we're saying this right. Give me just a second. We're going to Google this. Okay, this is it. Frenulum. Frenulum. There we go. <laughs> oh my God. So the frenulum is where the shaft of the penis meets the head. Okay. So that's why I don't know it. It's not a part of my, my anatomy. So the frenulum is where the shaft of the penis meets the head, the glands of the penis. It's on the underneath part of the penis and it's extremely sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I might know what, I might not know what it's called, but I know it's fucking sensitive. Make sure you're touching that shit with your tongue during a blowjob, ladies. If you're not, you're probably not fucking doing it right. The Achilles tendon, it says that's an erogenous zone. When it's stroked and stimulated in a light and playful way, the experience can become erotic. I, at this point, they've got me thinking that every single part of your body is fucking erotic, right? <laughs> I'm just like, shit, touch my forehead during sex. and its That's fucking erotic when you're over here talking about the Achilles tendon. So now there's a V spot. So we've got a G, an A, and a V. All right. So the V spot is very important. The V stands for vagina vestibule, which is the opening or entrance into the vagina. The area past the labia minora at the base of the vaginal canal. So it shouldn't come as a surprise that this area is packed with nerve endings. To stimulate it, you would gently edge your fingers around your vaginal opening breathe deep, move back and forth between the clitoral shaft labia and V spot. Use the length of your finger and then your fingertips to outline your vagina opening. And then it says, where does it feel the best? Are you hungering for penetration? (laughs) Ooh, Lord, (laughs) cold chill. Um, It says, like a lot of sex-related acts and exploring with erogenous zones, it's all about experimenting and seeing what feels the best. And so I love that. This is something that you can do by yourself as a woman before you explore it with your partner. And, you know, right now, so I've given you a G-spot, a A A-spot, and a V-spot. Like, explore all of them. You might like having one stimulated more than the other know that before you go to your partner or you know maybe some are just meant for you and not meant for your partner after you've tried them out yourself who knows okay so we're almost there guys so 30 is the wrist now to me this is more of a romantic erogenous zone like there's something about the wrist that's just sensitive. And it's kind of like the ankles and the back of the knee is what this compares it to. And I would agree. You just caress it, stimulate that area. There isn't really a need to go deeply into what you do to the wrist. Finally, number 31. I guess they saved the best for last for you guys, huh? the prostate so this one isn't for us ladies in case you're confused we do not have a prostate I hope you knew that we didn't have a prostate I feel like I talked to somebody that was confused about that shit but anyway the prostate is a gland that's about the size of a walnut that produces fluid and that fluid contributes to the formation of semen well ladies we don't produce semen so we don't have a prostate. Either way, the prostate is extremely sensitive, so sensitive that I actually know a guy that had his prostate tickled and almost involuntarily came all over himself. The stimulation of the area can lead to deep sexual pleasure and arousal, obviously based off of what I just said, and that arousal may be achieved through insertion of a finger or a sex toy into the bootete hole, massaging the prostate internally with that toy and with that finger. So basically what this should tell you, guys or ladies, is consider doing a little butt play with your man. So I know ladies that have men that are like hyper masculine and think that it's wrong to have shit put into their ass. This is what I suggest for that because I think we like Me as a partner, I get curious about things. So, this is how I would ease this onto my partner and how I haven't eased it on partners in the past. The reverse 69 is a great way. A lot of times, women are on top, right? So, in the reverse 69, the lady is on the bottom. And by being on the bottom, you can, it's just kind of a different. Blow job that you're able to give in general like I've had my man tell me that it feels different so you're able to like give him the blowjob have the hand on the cock and just be stroking it and then work your way up balls perineum or gooch we've learned a word today and then like move your hands up his ass and like to butt to his ass cheeks and you're able to massage them and kind of gently claw at them and then with either some lube or some spit I mean I I guess it depends on how dirty you want this to be you just kind of start playing with his asshole and then gently like move your finger in or if you have a toy then you can use the toy we are not just shoving something into your guy's ass the same way you don't like your asshole ripped a man is not going to want his asshole ripped either (laughs) you you If you're not going to have a conversation about it and you're just trying to sneak this up on him, you want it to be enjoyable, right? So make it a gradual thing. Be patient with it the same way you would want your man to be patient with you. And then I'm sure that, you know, maybe it doesn't go as planned the first couple of times. Like maybe as you're working your way up there going to touch his tiny hole, he kind of swats you away. Well, that's fine too. Just... I have a feeling based off of my personal experience that after you've suggested this physically a few times that he's going to get curious himself. And if you do it right, like he's going to want it more. And then finally, you'll be able to find that wonderful O spot for him. And there you go. You have found his prostate. You have been able to help him achieve a stronger orgasm. Now, the only other way to maybe sneak this up on someone is like just if you're having him time and you're giving him a blow job, then you just work your way from top down and go that way. I mean, that works, too. I just like doing it in the reverse 69 because you're able to like massage his ass. And that's just not a like a place on a man that typically gets touched, especially a straight man that's hyper masculine, that doesn't believe, quote unquote, in all of that or doesn't think that all of that is manly, I guess is better to say so. That's an idea. And there we have it. All 31 of the pleasure spots, the erogenous zones for men and women. I feel like I've set you all up right for Valentine's Day. I cannot wait. For Valentine's Day for you all. Damn, at this point I can't wait for it for myself. Whether you're gonna be with somebody or single, I think I've taught you guys a lot today. Like y'all've got a lot of exploration to do. Just remember, touch your fucking forehead, your toes, the the back of your knees, like all of it. Rub it all, caress it all you'll find something that you didn't know you liked rubbed on and with that being said have a wonderful motherfucking monday i will talk to you guys next week have a shot of tequila on your break for me if you're at work or a glass of wine tonight whatever the fuck and talk to you soon